Oh, peace, my bad. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to start have a podcast, and I just realized that I was 30 minutes in, and I didn't have my microphone on the whole time. So I'm going to have to start over, but it's all good. No need you know, I still remember my material. It's all, it's all gravy. Um, so earlier, you know, me and Swiss are here watching the, the Sequoia. He's trying to get it cleaned up for his clients. That tomorrow's going to be busy. And uh, we, we did a detail today that took us about four hours, right? Four hours. We started at 11, finished at 3.30. Oh, four hours and a half, actually. And we noticed some of the compound powder in there. And him and I have a theory that the homie probably had a guy that was already buffering. But... He probably wasn't impressed by the work, so he decided to contact Memo to do the Hale because he knows that he could get down. And now that he bought a new uh, buffer, he can get the job done the way it's supposed to look, like the way it's supposed to be done. And this buffer that he got, I don't know if he said it before, I'm pretty sure he did, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. He got it, he ordered it for like 300 bucks or so. And it's German engineering, and I could tell it's German engineering because I saw the box that came with the, the buffer, and on there it said Das Original. Flex, Das Original. And when it has Das, that's like German right there, that's the German. Because you know what, Volkswagen, Das Auto, the Auto. And, um, and he and remember even asked the, the homies like, hey man, like what's all this uh, this powder here? Is this for compound? You know, someone buffered it, and you know the guy said that no, that he had no, he didn't have anybody buffer it. But I don't know because I I was looking inside the car and there was powder everywhere on the dashboard. I don't know if you saw that. All not only was it on the door jams, but it had it all over the the, the dashboard inside the interior. And that's when it, I realized, you know what? I think someone did do the work on the on the paint. But he just didn't like it. He goes, there were some parts of the of the paint también that was kind of kind of smooth. I don't know if you noticed that as we were cleaning it, because the only rough area that I felt was on the hood, because near the door panel that he, that they worked on, I felt the smoothness right there. Not not a, not a lot, but there was like some not as rough as the the hood. So I'm thinking maybe that's probably where they did. And you open the door and we see all that powder. So obviously, somebody must have done the work. But I just think he doesn't want to tell us because, you know, he feel, probably felt bad. Like, ah, I don't want to put this guy on blast, you know. Trying to, <laughs> trying to downplay him, which, you know, hey, we, we get it. That's respectable, you know. You don't want to fucking. Yeah, but that's like dirty, dude. That's dirty work. That's, that's dirty work, bro. It's like, you can't be in the shop doing that stuff. Not that you have to do that into the riot. No, that, yeah, that's true. Or don't dirty it that much up, you know. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No I doubt. It's like, you know what you say? Do as well as yeah, you can't get the client to part with that. Nah, you can't, dude. You can't. And uh, so anyway, I mean, you did the Halle. You know, he got to use his flex buffer machine on it, dude, and it came out fucking shiny, dude. Like I could tell a big difference, man. Like, you know, it's almost like you have it on the showroom, dude. Like that's how clean it looks. You know, it's almost brand new, dude. Like the closest thing to brand new. And you know, he uh, 
he, you know, it came, he did a good job on it. You know, now, come on, this is a guy who's done, he's been on this job for 15 years. You're running for 15 years or so. You know, he's, he's pushing 43, and you know he's he's still on it, man. Still on it. Still showing me what's up. You know, I'm pushing 30. Dude, I'm 29. I'm pushing 30. And this dude showing me what's up, man. Like, hey, you know, I might be older than you, but I still got it, homie. You know what I mean? Like, sh- like yeah. Like, you still do, man. You still the man. You still the man. But 10 more years, no more. <laughs> Ten more years, bro. Oh, Ten more years, I've been done. Seven more years, actually. So Ten more years. years. Sad, dude. Oh, yeah. That's, he's, been, he's always been talking about that for the longest. That once he hits 50 or so, that he, his plan is to go to Hawaii and become a beach bum. And I remember the first time he mentioned this a while back, dude. I think this was like five, six years ago. And he, he first mentioned it. He's like, you know what, man? I don't mind being a beach bum, dude. And I think... Oh, that was when you came back from uh, Kauai. Yeah. You came back from Kauai, and you were like, you know what, dude? He's like... Like in Maui with those guys, all those guys that are out there, they just, and you see them just wearing their shorts. Yeah. They surfing. They, They're just chilling, they, dude. They fish. But I had to learn all that. Though. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to learn the ropes. Yeah. You're not going to be easy if you're going to do that at that age, man. Those yeah. guys have been doing it for years. Those guys, that's their first. They live there, you know? Yeah. To me, it's like, I'm going to be able to... Adapt myself to that environment. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. If not, I'm going to be RV with my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is more likely what I'm going to do. But you know, I remember, okay, well, going back. Um, the first time my family, my The first time he mentioned about being a beach ball, he, uh, we were working. And he's like, anyone, man? He's like, yeah, I don't mind being a beach ball, bro. I'm like, what are you talking about? Me? He's like, yeah, man, I don't mind being a beach ball, bro. He's like. You know what, dude? I, I want to get my own hut, get my own hammock. You know, I'll just be right there posting, you know, fucking grow all my hair, dude, all peluda, la chingada, you know, be all pestoso, dude, all tanned out and shit, fucking moreno. You know, I have my kids. As long as my, my family visits me, you know, every now and then, dude, I'll, I'll be cool with them. You know, they come over and they say hi, dad, you know. Yeah, if they're embarrassed to see me, you know, just a little, a brief, you know, interaction, you know, like, all right, you know, don't see flies all over me and shit. Like, I don't mind that, bro. Like, with a big pot and shit, dude. Just enjoying life to the fullest, dude. Like, not worrying about shit, man. You know, wow, you do just relaxing and shit. You know, making friends right here with the other beach balls. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Is, what are you thinking, bro? Are you fucking serious? Like, yeah, dude. Like, you should check it out, man. Like, they have it cool right now. They're fucking chilling, dude. Like, man, they got it easy right now. I don't have to worry about anything. They're not stressed out or nothing, dude. Just right there posting, bro. Like, that got me inspired, me, dude. I don't mind being. You're talking crazy, dog. Like, they love it. Go away. Got you silly. Go with the pinchy cotton, dog. <laughs> but every now and then, he'll bring it up. And the more he brings it up, like, the I don't know why, the more sense he makes to me. He's like, you know what? Yeah, actually, sounds pretty cool, you know, being a beach ball now. Because now I'm hitting that age. Cause at that time, you know, I was in my younger 20s. And right now, I'm pushing 30s. Like, you know what? Yeah. That sounds like a good idea, you know? <laughs> You know, like, yeah, you know what? I'm, 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 I don't mind being a beach ball too, you know? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. yeah dog. Just yeah, fucking okay. just isolate myself, dude, to the fucking beach, dog. Just be pulsing right there, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, getting up a little too, you know? <laughs> oh, shit, man. That'll be fucking funny, dude. 
Uh, but um, he, uh, yeah, he's been doing this for 15 years or so. I think almost 20, dude, aren't you? Yeah, 17, because same age as your oldest son. 17 going 18. Yeah, damn. He's been doing, he started this when he, since he was like, what, 20, 27? 27 years old. Damn. Well, 18 years, that wouldn't make sense. You're, 40, you're 42. Nah, that don't make sense, bro. You're 42, 27, 25. You were 25 when he, he was 25 when he started. Damn. And he's still at it, dude. 15 years later, he's still at it. He's got a brand new car. Well, not brand new. It's really fairly new. 2015. He's got a, a bigger house. Hey, he's coming up, man. Little by little, it's coming up. And he's got a Jeep now. His 4x4 Jeep, La Paloma Blanca. You know, little by little, he's making a beast, you know. He's putting on a 35-size tire, dude. Little by little, man. Oh, last night we saw... Uh, we saw his tocayo right there next to us, you know, it had the lights on top, the curved lights, and it had the two little lights in front of the headlights, and it was clean, también, it was clean too, and he had a system in it, dude, we were like, we rolled up right next to him, you can hear the fucking music bumping and shit, you know, <laughs> well, it was a huero, huh, that was in the car, yeah, well, what was it, was driving it, yeah, it was lifted too, I think he had the same size tires on, the 35 inch, yeah, 35 inch tires, man. Was it? No. 33? Probably 33. Yeah, 31. it looked like that. Probably 33. Yeah, it still look, look good, though. Yeah, I think they're 31s. 31s? Huh. Oh, the ones you had were 31s. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because they, they did look pretty small with that lift that you have on it right now. So you're probably right. Maybe it is a 31. Yeah, huh? uh, so earlier this evening, before I did the podcast without the mic on, I was listening to this video that Guillermo had on his phone, and it was this dude, this black dude, praising Donald Trump for saving three black dudes in China. And I don't know what it was for. I think it was they were stealing items, shoplifting, whatnot, and uh, he was just praising the hell out of him. I was like, oh, man, we should thank President Trump. Like, we should thank him. You know, where, where's the mainstream media? How come they're not talking about him? You know, where's BET? Where's Worldstar? Where you at? You know, like, we should be thanking him. I know everybody's talking smack about him, but we should thank him. He saved three black lives. And then you got a member right here who's like, man, he's like, no better. Just because they're three black lives, he's no better, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You know better, dude. All right, man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Are you guys killing? Are you guys killing? Like, I get it. Hey, man, thank you. Those guys should be very thankful for you. That's a nice gesture. That's, that's a nice gesture, yeah. Yeah, not a very nice gesture. Yeah, nice gesture. You saved three stole. black dudes. Yeah, that's a nice gesture. That's a hell of a nice gesture. You're a grown-up dumb man. You still look at the fucking old belly? Yeah, come on, dude. You're in a communist country trying to steal. Come on. Come on, man. Why are you belling all these guys here in, this, in these prisons? What does that say shit? Come on, man. What about all these guys here? They're in jail again here. They're stealing. Let them all do this. Fuck. Oh. Well, see. No, dude. They got to do the time. Shit. They're in that country. You got to respect
You can't do the time, don't do the crime. Awesome. Okay, he's bringing out the flex box right here. This is the flex. This is the item that I was telling you guys earlier that he used on the, on the paint. See, it says right there. Nice original. This right, this box right here. This this polish. Got it. Well, how much exactly did you get it for? Like three thirty. Three thirty nine. Three thirty nine. From Amazon, he said he got it on sale. Yeah, the best price ever. What's the retail retail price on it? Like four hundred. Yeah, four fifty. Four fifty. Damn, and you got it for three. 39. That's a hell of a deal right there. Sad, dude. And then what he said that this polisher is a lot different because it's based on the gears, right? It has gears on it. It has, uh, it's, it's direct. It's, it's, uh, it's gear driven. It's gear driven. So it's orbital and direct rotation. Uh, so how does this separate from the other orbitals that you use? Well, the other ones that are just straight dual action orbitals uh -huh. those are just dual action itself they have a counterweight in there that all it does is it spins in all these like put it like in a triangle in but in quantum like oh put I it see. like in a fractals of triangles oh okay triangular diffractals yeah so just spinning a triangle okay but what this does it does a circle with that well, spinning those little triangles within that circle. Circular motion. So as it's going around, these things are spinning in there too, but it's going around. In a circle. Yeah, so you still have the triangular diffractor, yeah. but it's moving inside a circular motion. Yeah. Ah. The whole circle is moving oh. while circles are moving inside the circle. Oh, okay. So as this, so as this is going around yeah. in 360, right. there's the DA action happening in here, uh -huh. inside the mechanism. So oh. Damn. Within the circle, so in other words, it's rotating like this, right? So, so in other words, it's going like this, around in a circle. Wow, in a circular motion. Yeah, a dual over just does in one location. Oh, I see. And this is doing a 360 rotation and doing that motion. Oh, shit. There's German, that's German engineering yeah, right there, so dude. If you there put it, it is. to the ground, it won't stop. Okay. This one won't stop. It'll keep spinning circles. Uh, Dual action will stop right away. This one won't. Ah, there, there it is. There it is. There you go. That separates American engineering and German engineering right there. I stop. German engineering takes it to the next level. Boom. There you go. Sah. And this is not that. Fear me. You know, it's just, it's only coming here to the United States now. Mm hmm. These machines are starting to get popularity. Okay. There you go. Because you, I could do good work with the Harvard Freight. Don't get me wrong. You know, I was I was pretty impressed with my words about the freight. Right. But once I started using this, woo! Whole new level. There oh, it is. Yeah, this is a whole new level. You cannot compare those with this machine. No way, bro. It doesn't compare, bro. This is worth no the comparison. It's worth the money. What it does. There it is. Woo! You know, you know he, I wouldn't. I wouldn't boast about it, but you saw that car. How oh yeah. Like I already had it with it. a high speed buffer. High speed buffer, and look how he left. And look how I hit it with Duke. Ah. That's why they gave it to me to finish up. There you go. There you go. Edward left it ugly and he still had on the work to be doing. Orale, I guess the sponge doesn't fit on there, huh? Like a muy chiquito? No, that's how it is. Oh. It's 5.5. You could use 5.5 pads on me. 
but I because I they're making them smaller, but you got the height. What happened to the little cir the cylinder sticker you had to for the, the sponge? That's why I like about having these holes. You could center it with the center. Right. Of this. Yeah. Yeah. You got this, so you got to worry about the edges, but this is big enough, so it gives you enough movement. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's bad, dude. That's bad. Ay, ay, ay. Ahí llegó la Presidente. Sí. Sí. Okay, so, the sponge that you're using, how sturdy is it compared to the other sponges that you have? Because I know they're color-coded. I couldn't tell which one is, like, more sturdier and which one's softer. Or they're all the same. What? The sponges that because I remember yesterday last no, night. This is this the, the one I just used today on that the orange one? Yeah. That was the strongest uh, pad. Oh okay. that was the, the heaviest cutting pad. This is a mild heavy mild cutting pad. Because you have five, right? Yeah. And which one is this one? Third? No, this is so five would be the heaviest cutting. Yeah, that's the orange. This is four. Oh damn. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you hear the song? Ahorita está concentrado. No, he's, he's, I can hear his voice speaking in the mic. Oh. I mean, how was your day? It was good. Aww. There you go. Yeah. Make that mula. Oh, see. Uh -huh. Oh, I like that. See. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, uh, another video I saw this, you know, right before the podcast. It was with uh, Jimmy Fallon. And he was uh, making a tribute to his mom. You know, and she she passed away uh, last week, and uh, so he wanted to give a shout out to her. You know, share the memories that he had with her. And as he was giving his, he's illustrating his experience with his mom. You know, at that moment, like I could feel his emotions running through me, like. I get it, dude. I have to understand how he's feeling. At the same time, trying to maintain your composure because you're on camera, you know, you're on the clock, you want to you still try to do your job. And, you know, he's a, he's a talk show host. And, you know, not only is he speaking in front of a crowd, but he's also speaking in front for his millions of viewers because he's on camera so and he has millions of viewers watching him and you know he's talking about you know his experience and he had it with his mom and you can obviously see the emotions running through him and it's like he's like feel that coming from him too you know and, and man dude like i just started thinking about my parents instantly you know my mom my dad like, damn like 
I try. I want to be like that too. You know, I want to be mentally prepared. You know, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, basically, you name it, man. Like, I've been bracing myself when that time comes because you never know. You never know. And that's always something that's been intact in the back of my mind. You know, like, dang, dude, like, I'm just waiting for when that time comes because, just like I said, you never know. And I'm just, like, you know, shedding tears, dude, because, like, you know, I don't want her to go. I don't want her to go. I don't want my mom and dad to go. Like, I just don't want any of my loved ones to go, dude, because it sucks. Dude. When you have a loved one pass on, dude, it's like a... I suck. It fucking suck, dude. Period. Plain and simple, it sucks. And right, I'm just trying as hard as I can to brace myself for that, dude. Because I know the way I am, dude. I'm very emotional. I'm very passionate. You know, I'm not afraid to show my emotions, man. You know, I, if I don't cry, dude, I'll cry, man. You know, that's how I am. You know, a lot of people think I'm a little bitch, you know, a fucking pussy and whatnot. But, dude, that's just who I am. You know, I'm. I'm a very emotional guy, dude, and if I feel something, I'm going to show it, man, like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm not used to that kind of, that kind of, you know, experience or, uh, moment or whatever you want to call it, but that's just who I am, that's what's instilled in me growing up, you know, I, I have the tendency to show my emotions, man, I'm not afraid to show it. You know, sometimes, oh, oh my God, I'll get, get carried away with it, you know. But, yeah, you know, I'll get carried away. But there are times where I had to, you know, get back to reality, be like, hey, you know, calm the fuck down. And, uh, but yeah, dude, like, seeing him, Jimmy Fallon, just going through that monologue while still showing those, his emotions and yet maintain his composure the way he did, like a true pro. It's like, Damn, like power, more power to him. Yeah, more, more power to him because, dude, I, if I was in this position, I'd probably just crack, dude. Like, nah, yeah. I'll crack, dude. I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I would even go forward with it, you know, to go on camera and talk about it. Okay, Drew, yeah. I'm all like, nah, damn, nah, I don't know. Probably coming down on it, dude, but I got the true pro. That guy. Was was able to have the courage to go up there, do his job, and you know, to have contributed to his mom, being able to speak with his audience, speaking on camera with his viewers the way he did. More proud of him, bro. Because I know a lot of people talk smack about him because of how he is, how he presents himself with get with his guests and stuff. But you know, he's a human being. You know, and that's something that means always mentions to me all the time that we need to understand that we're all human beings. You know, we gotta understand why they are the way they are, why they have that certain, why they tend to show that behavior, why they, well, why they have that behavior in the first place, why they make decisions, and why they, you know, handle certain situations the wrong way. You know, and, and yeah, I, I get that now, but before I never you know, thought of like that before. I never see things from that perspective, man. That's something that Memo presented to me a while back. You know, he gave me a humanistic perception on everything on how the world really works. Okay.
Mm-hmm. I already put it on there today, so it'll it it, it only it takes one day to process and then that and then it's on there. Sa. Ah. A ver. Y sadness. Damn. Uh, I learned it from your, your co-worker. I'm not, I'm not supposed to mention any names on the podcast. I want to keep it discreet as possible as I humanly can. Oh, these are Pumas. Man, she's, I don't know why she has a pet peeve of me wearing champs. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, champion, sorry. I love pro Sa. I Oh my god. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um all right, we'll talk about it in about thirty five minutes. I see David's getting his senior portraits this Thursday. Oh whoa. 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 Big Hey, hey, dude. Hey, 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 I'm still thinking about that dish your mom told you last night, bro. Uh, <laughs> dude, I think everybody's gonna cry, bro, when you graduate, dog. <laughs> hey, as long as you don't go up there and you start crying, we're like, dang, you were going to win graduation. Bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding, dog. <laughs> Hey, wait, I said, who let the dogs out? Hey, get inside. Mijo, that's the song. Put the dogs in. Get inside. Get inside. That's the song, Mijo. Yeah. I know, I know. I just wanted to say it. Aye. Sadness. Yeah, man. Memo's oldest son is gonna graduate. You know, he's a senior. Man, he's going. He's going. Ah, these kids grow up so freaking fast, bro. It's not even funny, dude. Uh, I remember like a couple years ago, we were celebrating his birthday right here in, in Memo's backyard, and you know, he uh, he gave a speech, and he went up there, you know, and he <laughs> his emotions got to him. He got the best of him, you know. He was. Uh, Expressing his gratitude with everyone, you know, thanking his his parents, his grandparents, uh, all, all the friends and family that, that attended his party because I, it meant a lot to him because it showed that you know there's people that cared about him, you know. And at that time, I was hanging out with my uh, my friends from Brazil, you know, hanging out with my Brazilian buddies, because uh, at that time I was attending uh, Long Beach State, 
and uh, I was staying in the dorms, and you know, I met uh, my roommates are Brazilian, and he introduced me to his other Brazilians, and it just like became a big friendship, you know, with the Brazilians. And uh, I invited them over here, and they visited me, and I took them to the to the party, you know, and uh, and then Memo, dude, he's like, hey man, you should be taking Steve too, man. He brought his Brazilian friends over, guy, you know. The whole world's here, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The whole world's representing you, you know. Stas. Yeah, I was cracking up, man. Oh my god, dude. And then, you know, I'm looking at my Brazilian friends, you know, they're looking at me like, hey, man, what's going on? Is you okay? Like, you know, like, <laughs> Ay, wait. Oh, man. That was delicious. He gave me half of the sandwich. There was a bologna. Is it a sausage or bologna? No. Or a pepperoni? Was it? No, no. I saw I saw red meat in there. That was pepperoni. Okay, it was pepperoni. There you go. Ooh. Now I leave a sandwich. Very delicious. Fabulous. It was a surprise. And uh, yeah, man. It, and then uh, one of his home, one of Mel's homies, dude, he calls him out. He's like, "Man, you got that from your dad," <laughs> you know, because you know his son was getting all emotional, and you know, and his friend just comes out and tells him that, dude, in front of everybody, "You got that from your dad," you know. And then you know, you see Mel right there wrapping his arms around his son. Like, it's alright, son. It's okay, you know. Sorry to cry, you know. True men show their emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Like the little things that that memo says, dude. Oh my god, it's 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 true, but it's like humorous, bro. It's it's comedy, dude. Yeah, it's entertainment, bro. It's cause you got if you don't understand memo the way that I do, like you're not gonna get. For example, my primo, my primo. (laughs) You know he's he listens to our podcast. You know, shout out to my primo, Poti. You know, muchas gracias por escuchando nuestro. Most of the podcast, we appreciate it. Um, you know, he was telling, he's trying to give us, well, giving me constructive criticism. You know, I was like, ready for it. Okay, see what he's got to say. And he was basically talking about Memo, dog. He's like, <laughs> he's like hey, man, he's like, I, listen, I, got, I enjoy listening to your podcast, you know, but you know, I, I don't understand what's up with your, your partner, your friend, dude. Like, you know, I'm trying to understand what he's trying to say, you know, but he always goes off, you know, he's. <laughs> You know, he's just one thing, and then he's just to another, and then another, and then he's mixing in two languages at the same time, you know, speaking English and then Spanish. I'm like, you know, I'm just cracking up, dude. The whole time he's explaining it to me, I'm just cracking up because he doesn't understand him well. He doesn't know him that well. And if you know him as well as I do, you would know what the hell, man, you know, he's saying. You know what he's saying. Dude. Like, for me, is I understand completely what he's trying to say. Even if no one else could understand him, I do. I know exactly what he's trying to say. I know exactly what he's trying to convey. I get it. I get where he's going with this. <laughs> like, you know, everybody else, like, confused. All, and I'm right there waking up, like, I got you, man. You know, <laughs> you know I'm pointing at him with the wing, like, yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, dude, if, if you don't know him as well, like, yeah, I'm obviously you're not going to get it, but you just got, if you know him, Really well. If you get to know him, you'll get it. You'll be like, ah, okay. I get it now. But you know, 
you know, that, that's that's mammal for me. That's that's normal. That's that's mammal being mammal. That's my saying about him: mammal being mammal. Even when he spells mm-hmm. being mammal. <laughs> and those are the best times. Oh man, those are the best times, dude. When he's rolling, woo! When he's on a good one, oh man, the party don't stop until the break of dawn. <laughs> Oh man, dude. like like at his primo's birthday. Oh, dude. Oh man, like he was he was trying to be disciplined. Like you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna drink soda right now, and I'm just gonna eat. I'm gonna drink soda. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna drink right now. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, what? Ah, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna be chill. Yeah, dude. Later on, his primo shows up. Dude, like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> 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 he's like dog I'm turning 40 today dog I haven't seen you drink a fucking beer for two and a half hours since you've been here what the fuck dog and then bro was like, he's, he's like hey man I'm trying to eat bro I'll, I'll drink I'll wear the model no trail I'm, drink right now. I'm just eating he's like nah hey bring him a beer Bring a mirror, okay? Okay, you guys do a meal bottle, bring it to me. <laughs> I'm not making you guys get it. You can do it on your own, right? Stop. And you had one, and then another, and then another, and then another. <laughs> I think you had about six, huh? Yeah, I had about six, dude. And, and then I'm chilling right there with his, with his homie, Roger, the two Rogers right there. Y luego sale un canción, and then I hear this fool's voice dog, right on the mic. And at that moment, I knew. Yeah. Ya se armó. Ya se armó, dude. He's already in that mode. Yeah. Party mode. Here we go. <laughs> I think he's saying about like, what, three songs? Four songs? <laughs> dude, he's getting all empty. Hasta su tía. One of his tía even came up with singing sing with him. <laughs> Oh, that was funny, man. You know, I'm right there listening to him, you know, just cracking up, you know, because I love seeing him when, when he's in that mode, dude. It's entertaining. I mean, I'm not laughing at him, you know, per se. I'm not laughing at him, per se, dude. It's just, it's fun to see him enjoy himself the way he does, dude, because he brings life to the party. Check, put it this way. He brings the party to the party. How about that? Let's see. Dude, it's, oh man, I, I'm, it's blast. Dude, I always have a blast seeing this food in that mode, man. It's like, ah, oh, whoo, you know, ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, dude. I really have fun seeing him enjoy himself like that, man. Because he spreads that joy for everybody. For everybody. Even if he's not even conscious, dude, like, he's unconscious, consciously. Spreading joy to the party. Everyone in the party. Dude. Like that's that's how fucking charismatic this rocker is. This is fucking fun, you know. And uh, man, it's, it's it's always a blast. Got to do it again. <laughs> you know, Memo. Got to do it again. <laughs> Oh man, well, 
you know, speaking of, of my primo, you know, I uh, I saw him the other night. You know, he's staying over here in the valley because you know his dad's in the hospital. You know, he uh, he's had open heart surgery. He had four bypass surgery. No, I'm sorry, five. And um, you know, he's been staying there still. I mean, um, I was hoping that you know he would be home, but he's still there, and uh, you know, I'm just hoping that he's okay. And um, you know, I see my primo there, and I tell him, like, "Hey, man, like, uh, why don't you join our our podcast?" And he's like, "Ah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I'm comfortable, dude. I don't even know what to say." I was like, "Dude, like, it's, it's just a podcast, bro. We're not taking it serious, dude. You know, we're just right there bullshitting. You know, we just we we just you know we pretty much go off of you know people's sources and stuff. You know, and we're just giving our thoughts. You know, basically just." Put up in the house, dude, you know, like, I don't know, man, I don't, what am I going to say? He's like, say whatever you want, we're not going to judge you, dude, I mean, even if you want to give us constructive criticism, like, just join us, you know, it'll be fun. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you, you can ask him questions right there, too, you know, you can tell him right there, like, what's up, you know, <laughs> there you go there it is you know just you don't even have to talk you just ask questions you will answer the questions for you you know yeah we ask you questions there you go you know that's something that we keep mentioning to the to our viewers or i'm sorry viewers or listeners you know the way i explain it to you guys is the same thing i explain it to him you know, it's we're not doing this for fun. You know, I mean, for fun. we're not doing it for money, for notoriety. You know, it's all fun and games. You know, it's pure entertainment. It's entertainment for us. You know, for entertainment shoot. for us. Even if not for you guys, we're it's for us. Games. We enjoy talking on the mic, giving our bullshit. We enjoy the hell out of it. You know, it's what we like to do. Even if shit don't make sense, it's fucking fun. <laughs> Yeah, we're not trying to solve the world's problems. You know what I mean? Like, we're not the Dalai Lamas, you know? <laughs> we're not You know what I mean? Like, come yeah, on. We like all that shit. We're not doing shit. We like all that shit, but we're not all that shit. Exactly, you know? I mean, even if, you know, we accept any feedback. You want to give us feedback? We'll take any feedback. You know, you want to give us constructive criticism? Bring it on, you know? Even if you want to talk shit about us, dude. Hey, sale. Yes, sir, Mo. Say what you got to say, man. We'll be open. We'll embrace it, you know. We'll embrace any type of feedback, negative yeah. or positive. Yeah. Or talk, talk, talk. shit don't make sense. We'll take it, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll embrace it, you know. Yeah. Even if we think what you're saying is bullshit, yeah. we'll fucking take it, you know. Like, fuck it, you know. It <laughs> You know, even if two plus two equals five, all right, solid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Know what I mean? All right, you want it to be five? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we got an hour just to talk about things. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, you know, and uh, so yeah, like I like I said, we we'll, we we'll, we'll embrace any kind of criticism, negative or positive. You know take it because we want to learn you know i mean we're trying we're not trying to be like joe fucking rogan you know joe rogan there's only one joe rogan you know we can't expect that we can't you know we can't be like that dude. Yeah. Is low right now, you know? he's up there 
you know, we're barely aquí. There's, there's, okay, let me tell you the, the status right now, the level status. You have Joe Rogan, then you got other podcasters, and then you got 500 feet of shit, and then you got us. Right there. <laughs> you got us right there. Uh, we're barely starting, you know, we're barely coming up. Joe Rogan is like the only podcast I really listen to. There you go. He's the only one. The one and only. You know, I don't listen to my own podcast, do you? Mine? I feel like I, I only. I don't like listening to myself talk. Like, I listen to myself like, damn. I don't know why you're saying all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Ah, shit. He's like, alright, okay. Now I see why he tells me shit. Okay. <laughs> me pedo. I don't give a fuck how I sound like, you know. I. I listen to my podcast, you know, every, you know, every now and then, dude. And I, when I hear myself do it, like at first I get cringy, but I was like, you know what? I like, I like to listen to myself speak. You know, I don't mind. Fuck it, even if I sound stupid, it's funny. <laughs> I'm entertained. You know, like, there's some po- some episodes on this podcast that I listen to, and I tell myself, I was like, hey, dude, I really like this fucking podcast. The way we work around and shit, you know, like the way we get into it. It's true, man. You enjoy it, bro. And. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna end end that segment there, and then I want to get back to the to Memo's introduction to his view on humanistic perception. I don't want to sound so fucking intellectual. My bad, you know. I don't want to try to make my sound like I'm fucking badass, but when there are times where I have to. You know, bring in my academic wording. You know, because, you know, this is what I learned when I was in Oregon State. And now I had to learn how to speak sophisticated. Sophisticately, intellectually. So there are some words that I want to, that I incorporate and make myself sound you like a fucking genius in the door. Like, <sighs> you know, and uh, that's something that. What are, that we emphasize a lot. Well, especially Memo. He's always emphasizing on perception of the way the world really works. The humanistic perception of how the world really works. And that's something he always mentions every day. Every time I'm with him, that's, that's all he talks about because it's, it's true what he says. You know, we can't be thinking a certain way. We can't be caught up with the materials, you know, Politics, you know, corruption, all this shit, all this bullshit that's happening, you know, that's surrounding us, you know, and we, we can't be so judgmental towards, you know, people and we can't be separating ourselves, trying to think that we're better than others, you know, because we're not, you know, even if, you know, like the, the tribes, you know, the people in the tribes, like I can't think myself that I'm better than them because if I'm in their environment, they even know more shit than I do. I'm in the jungle. I don't know how am I gonna survive. Like they already know how to do. It. They don't know how. They know how to handle the wildlife. Me? Fuck! I'll panic, dude. I'll panic, man. I'll be in a fucking fetal position and shit. Fuck! You know, waiting for someone to rescue me, dude. No, I'll speak in Pinchivi. You know, the indigenous people, man. They know how to survive, man. They know how to survive in the wild. You know, and and that's something that I try to instill in my life. That as much that I would like to, you know, isolate myself from all the bad people, from all the evil people, I get a better understanding 
from a, in a, from a humanistic perspective that we that I can't be thinking the way I do towards you know those kind of people because you know they are human beings. They're, I'm no different. I could be like that too if I wanted to be, if I wanted to, you know. But I chose not to be like that. I chose to be the way I am right now, you know, fucking emotional, passionate. You know, some people look at me as a little bitch, like I said earlier, a little bitch or a pussy. You know, it's okay. You know, say what you want to say. You know, it's, that makes you you know feel better about yourself. Fuck it. You know, all right, more. But also, I also try not to take sides. You know, that's something I've been. I try to be unbiased. You know, I'm trying not to take any sides. You know, whether it's politics, you know, or anything else. And you know, and, and uh, Guillermo, oh, you know, he always tells me, he's like, hey, just live the experience. Live it, you know, understand it. Well, and then while you're going through the experience, learn about yourself. Learn about why you act or behave this way in these moments. Always learn about yourself. Constantly learn about yourself. And it's true. I think I'm learning. I thought I learned, but no, I'm still learning, dude. Every day, each and every day, I'm still learning something new. You know, like earlier today, I learned about how to use a mechanical, this manual key for the Mercedes because the the clicker wasn't working. You know, one of the employees right there at the vintage, he showed me what's up. I was like, hey, you know, take out the key here, open it, and then turn it on. Boom. I was like, oh shit. I mean, I felt stupid. I got I mean, you feel stupid, but I was like, hey, you know, what? I learned something new. There you go. You know, and uh, because before, you know, I had a certain behavior towards people that were fucking mean to me, that treated me like shit, you know, that, that I felt that they were just straight up fucking bottom feeders, dude, like leeches and shit, you know. And, you know, Guillermo taught me a whole different aspect, you know, I was like, hey, he's like, you can't be thinking like that, dude, it's like, you gotta understand, you're human. And you and you need to understand that everyone else is human. They're vulnerable. We're all vulnerable. Even if you think that you're, even if you believe that you're better than this person, you're still as human as they are, as that person. You're still as human as that person. And I never thought of that way before. And now I'm starting to see it, you know, more than ever. But I felt like I still have a lot more to learn. You know, because I'm still young, you know, I, even though I'm pushing 30, I still feel naive. I mean, I'm, I could, I could say that I'm more mature than most 29 year olds or, or that are single, like in my position that are single and they don't have any, you know, kids or no girlfriend, like they're single, like I'm pretty sure they're partying and stuff, but me, like I'm, more chill, I'm more laid back. I'm more mature than the other 29 year olds. But I still feel naive at times when it really matters the most. And sometimes I don't handle certain situations the way I'm supposed to because I have that naive mentality. Even though I have a maturity, pers mature personality, I still have that naive mentality. And 
I, I, I know I have to get, grow out of that. Eventually I have to grow out of it because I don't want to be a, a little kid anymore. I don't. I don't want to be a little kid anymore. Let me tell you. I'll tell you what's up. You know, I'm 29 years old. You know, I still live with my parents, dude. I'm 29 years old. I'm pushing 30. I still live with my parents. You know, I'm not paying rent and shit. You know, and uh, right now I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to stabilize myself financially, um, personally. And so far, you know, it's, it's going good. Um, but my goal is to eventually be self-sufficient. Like, I want to be independent. You know, I, I, I got to start manning up. I need to stop, you know, with this fucking baby boy mentality. Because I am the baby of the family. And, you know, my brother, older brothers fucking hate my guts. You know, for still acting like a damn kid. You know, because my parents, you know, they did babied me. Especially my mom, she they did baby me. You know, they got me shit that they didn't ever got. Um, so you can see where the jealousy is coming from. You know, they noticed that how they like fucking <laughs> They want you there. They, they they pretty much, you know They like having you there. Yeah. They like they enjoy having me there, but it's like Memo told me, it's like and it's like and the one thing that Memo told me is like, hey, eventually the birds gotta leave the nest. Even my carnal tells me that too. He's like, hey, eventually the birds gotta leave the nest, dude. Yeah, and it's true. You know, I I, I can't be staying there forever. Like I, I gotta eventually establish my own foundation, and that's the key. Uh, those are the key words that Memo has always mentioned to me, along with humanistic perception is to establish your own foundation that's part of that to establish your own foundation and it's true you know I can't be you know thinking like oh yeah you know, I got it I don't have to go anywhere else because you know I got my parents taking care of me you know they're feeding me they're watching like no 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 I need to start fucking being self-sufficient, I gotta fucking do my own shit. Can't be like that, you know? And it's true, you know, like, I really do want to be independent. You know, I don't want to be depending on others and vice versa. I don't. And I just really, really want to rely on myself. Me, myself, and I, basically. And hopefully, you know, I'll be able to pull through, and I, I'm feel I feel confident that I, that I will. Eventually, I will. You know, right now I have two jobs. You know, I'm working here with Memo detailing cars, and then I got another hobby in the, the other place. You know, as an office administrator, and it seems like they're getting they want me to be more involved with that with that place. So, you know, things are looking up right now, and then I'm also making time to you know write my own screenplay because like I still have that passion to be a filmmaker. That's always been my passion, to be a filmmaker. And like, I don't want to give up on it. I mean, come on, you have Colonel Sanders, who started his business, who started KFC at 75, dude. Like, come on. Right, right there says everything. I mean, if he can do it at that, as, being as old as he was, why, why, why can't I do it? You know, like, well, I can do it. It's not too late. Still got time. You know, right now I got 14 pages in on my screenplay. I got, what, like 75 more pages to go. So... Oh, yeah, man. Hopefully everything goes all right. 
you know, and uh, hopefully uh, I'll be able to pull through, you know, I'm confident that I will. So I want to keep that positive mindset, stay positive, you know, and right now I'm, I feel good, you know, I have no complaints so far, and I want to keep it that way, you know, and, uh, and I'm and I'm trying to maintain that humanistic perception, you know, that's, that's something that I want to keep instilled in me, you know, because I know that's something that Memo always emphasizes, always. There has not been a moment that he doesn't. He's got to he's gotta be like that, you know. Like, because, uh, you know, like I said, I never thought of like that before at all, dude. I thought, you know what, this is how it, this is, how it is. That's how it's always been. And that's how it's always going to be. Nah. Nah, this will introduce me to a whole new perception. Boom. Nah, you think that's how it is now. This is how it really is. Boom. And it's like, oh, damn, okay, I get it now. I get it. Uh, you know, let, let me tell you uh, you know, my personal you know, stories, you know. So, I dated these two chicks who are single mothers. And uh, the first one that I dated, it was last year. And, uh, you know, she has one kid and her, a son. And, you know, I went out with her for like two weeks, maybe more. And you know, yeah, she was she was pretty. Oh my god, she's pretty. You know, she's kind of thick. Um, huh? Yeah, I, I do. I like thick girls. I like, like, I like thick girls. Um, yeah, she had a pretty face. You know, and she yeah, she was pretty thick. You know, she was rolling in the jaguar, trying to act like she's balling. You know, and um, anyways, you know, so I went out with her for a few weeks, and um, our last date. You know, I I was looking forward to it, you know, because at that moment, I was ready to have start a relationship with her. Because like, before, I was kind of iffy because, you know, I, I don't know how I would handle a single mom. You know, I'm thinking like, damn, dude, like, I was kind of panicking. Like, am I going to be a good role model for for his kid or something? You know, like, I'm always, I'm quite, I was always questioning myself, you know. But then, you know, everyone told me, he's like, hey, man, just go through the experience, man. Live it. You know, you got one life, dude. Like, just enjoy it as much as you can, man. Just go through the experience. And, all right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That gave, that gave me some inspiration, you know. I was like, all right, you're right, you're right. And then uh, that's when it hit me. He's like, you know what, I'm going to tell her. Yeah, hey, let's, let's do it. And so, you know, I was looking forward to tell her. And so, um, you know, I meet her up. I meet up with her. And then I tell her, I was like, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to start a relationship with you. And then, you know, she unfortunately gives me bad news. Like, you know, that's cool and everything. But, you know, actually I was just thinking about maybe I should give myself some time right now. I need time for myself, you know, because I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I just got out of a relationship. You know, I was in a relationship and, you know, I just kind of want time to, like, be able to spend time, with, you know, with my, with my son, focus on him him and focus on myself i need to get back on my feet and whatnot and i was like oh, you know i was bummed out huh yeah no i'll get i'll get there very now and um and so you know i, I was bummed out you know because i was really looking forward to having starting a relationship with her and she was like telling me you know that she had other things in mind so i was like all right that's cool you know i you know i wish you well and i hope everything works out between you and your son and you know i hope you get back on your feet you know, if you ever want to, 
hang out, just call me. You know, and that was the end of it. And you know, we went our separate ways. And then uh, later on, I find out, you know, that she was with some other vato, you know, talking with another vato at the time that I was with her. Uh, and that shit really pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but anyways, before that, I went to go to Memo's house and I explained to him what happened. You know, he was pretty disappointed. And Miss Dax was there. He was fucking pissed too. He was talking mad shit. And you know, and uh, I just I was quiet the whole time. You know, they were telling me, and you know, they were trying to make me feel better. Say, hey, you know what? You you experienced it. Is what it is. Now you. You know, understand. You know, you know, understand what it's like to be with a single mom, uh, even if it's brief. You know, and then he has that. He's talking mad, mad shit, bro. Like he just hated her guts, dude. Gotcha. But you know, we find out later on. You know, that she was talking to the, another guy the whole time that I was with her. And I guess she didn't want to tell me at that time because she didn't want to make herself seem like a bad person. But it's still. Wasn't right for her to like not tell me right then and there that she was already talking with another guy, already meeting, hooking up with another dude. I wish she should have told me. I'm I, yeah, I was still really upset, but at least it would be like, hey, at least you were upfront with me, you're honest, you know. At least I want to, I would be more upset if you don't freaking if you don't if you kept something from me rather than just being upfront. Like, if you don't be if you're not honest with me. And someone else, how are you being honest with yourself? Like, come on, dude. If you're not honest with yourself, you can be honest with yourself, basically. And, oh, dude, that, that was the worst feeling when, to know, to learn that, yeah, that that person that you really, was with, that you really wanted to, you know, share or to like to be with, and you find out that that person is already interacting with another Person, man, it's like, ah, it's a sucky feeling, but you know, it is what it is. I learned from it and moved on. And then, uh, this year, I met another single mom, and this single mom has two kids, two daughters, two girls. And you know, when I, when I first met her, oh man, dude, like, I was all into her, dude, like. It was pure physical attraction between her and I. That's all it was. Uh, I'll repeat that. It was pure physical attraction. Because when I saw her, uh, man, she had a big booty. I was like, ooh. Oh, man. Like, damn. I honestly think that she has a better booty than the other chick that I dated, the other single mom that I dated. Who had a better booty? Um... The, the single one that I dated this year. I think she has a better booty than the other one. Because this one, has, her booty was like better, like it was better rounded. And the other one was like not, I mean it was big, but it, it wasn't wasn't shaped nicely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. they both had big booties, but this yeah, one was... Yeah, they, it, yeah, but this one she had a. I thought she had a better booty. Her booty oh. was was better shaped. Uh, and you know that's all. That's, I'm not gonna lie. That's all I was looking. At. I was looking at her booty. I was just like, oh, damn. Ooh. Damn, I was tripping out. I'm not gonna lie. Trip me out. I was like, damn. 
And, uh, and yeah, you know, in the first moment that we met, dude, puro, puro pinche attraction. No, we're not just going to stop um, looking at each other. Hey, you know, yet. we're both into each other physically. Uh, Never mind, again, physically. No emotion, no spiritual. You know what I mean? But, man, we're just so into each other. Then, uh, the next night, we go out again. We go to a wedding. Oh, dude, we were like macking down left and right. Like, her and I were doing things that I didn't do with the other chick. Like, the other hand, we didn't kiss or anything, dude. There was like no attraction whatsoever between us. And with this one, like, right away, dude, we're just into each other. Macking down, dude. I had lipsticks all over me and stuff, dude. When we walked in there, you know, all the people were noticing us. Like, hey, where did you guys go to, man? Like, what the hell? And you know, next thing you know, dude, one thing yeah, to no, another, well, and we just, you know, we, uh, we smashed. I don't know, we smashed. We, uh, I mean, it's still like, we just so, so into each other, man. Like, we just couldn't hold our ourselves together. Like, whoa, man, we just so into each other, man. Are you working tomorrow? And, uh, you I think, work like, with me tomorrow. We smashed again the next day. Or, and then after that, and then that was it. You know, because I fucked up. You know, I fucked up. The last, because that every time that we that we smashed, completely fucked up. You know, I was dishonest with her. You know, I, you know, I didn't tell her the truth about, you know, um, unprotected sex. You know, and it got me scared because you know, like, I was wondering. I had something, you know, because all because before her, you know, I only had unprotected sex once, you know, only once. And she was my second. Yeah, she was the second person that I had unprotected sex. So I was tripping out because I never got checked out, you know, and and the red really upset at her. And you know, I got I got checked out and it all came clean, came clean. So I was happy about it. But from that point on, it just went downhill from there, dude. Like, just fucking downhill. Gotcha. And I tried my best to, like, work things out with her. But it, it just got overwhelming for me. I didn't realize that she had so much baggage, dude. Like, it was no joke. She had so much baggage, dude. I thought that I could help her, you know, sort things out, try to sort it out, and try to make her feel better, try to make her happy, do whatever I can, you know. But nah, it was too much, too much. And, you know, she just treated me like shit, and I felt like shit. It made me feel like shit. Oh fuck! I don't know what to do anymore. I just said, you know what? Like that's it. Be associated with you anymore, you know. Unfortunately, you know, we went our separate ways, you know, and in a manner that probably was not the right way to, you know, set things off, you know. Like, probably, I probably should have just said, you know what, I think it's best that we go our separate ways, but we were just both as upset with each other that we just decided not to talk to each other. In our separate ways and not bother interacting anymore from that point. And I wish I probably could have handled it differently, but it is what it is. 
you know, the, the only downside that I have about dating these single moms is bonding with their kids because, you know, I really did establish bondage with these kids. I really did. Especially with this, uh, with, with the single mom I did this year. Like her oldest daughter, I really bonded with her, you know, like she really wanted to be around her, you know. I'm not gonna lie, I felt like I was a stepdad. I felt like I was being a father figure with these kids, you know. And there was a point where I was willing to like help her raise them, you know, because I know it's not easy raising kids alone, you know. I've seen it firsthand. I, you know, I saw my aunt raising my cousin. And I, it was hard for her, but she did it, you know. And I was there when he was, you know, growing up with him and stuff. Yeah, it was hard. So, like, I felt like I was being a father, father figure with these girls, and, you know, and, when things fell apart between her and her, between me and the single mom, like, it just broke me down because, you know, I was just thinking about the, the kids. You know, that's all I was thinking about. Like, damn, like, you know, and, and then, like, right now, I feel like I wish I didn't help her as much as I did, you know. Yeah, you're probably right, you know. Like, like I thought, you know, because I did, you know, there was a point where she needed help, and like, I volunteered. Huh? Yeah, it's not, dude. You know, it is what it is. You know, I, I get to experience. At least I had to have more with her than with the previous single mom. At least I could say that. You know, that's what people don't get. The reality is, like, okay, to have a girl, like, to have a partner in your life, it takes kind of, like, the commitment, and the commitment in here takes capital. You gotta provide. You're not gonna just be a guy, okay, she's gonna provide for you and feed her. You, you gotta work, you gotta hustle, you know? You gotta have that. And if a girl can't appreciate that, that you're doing that for her and she still don't feel you right. Yeah, that's how. You did, honestly, that's good. Yeah. You gave her that because you, you're showing like, your commitment, like, you know what I mean? You're yeah. treating her good. You're feeding her, you're feeding her kids, taking her out, providing for them. And a girl that doesn't appreciate that, dude, and it worked it. Yeah, that's how <laughs> it was. That's, that's bait. That, to sum it up, that basically how it was. With this chick, with this thing, that's how it was. Yeah, you know, that's that's that is that's, that's it. That's it. That is what it is. It's exciting. I get to go through the experience. You know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I thank I thank her. I don't have I don't hate them. I don't have any hatred. I don't have anything against them. Yeah, I don't I don't have I don't have anything against them. You know, I wish them well. You know, I hope everything goes well with them with their kids. You know, I. I have that, that connection with them. It's like, you know, hey, thank you. Hope everything goes well. You know, like, I have a conditional love for them, even though they hate my, they don't like me, even if they hate my guts. Even if I don't see them in a way the same anymore, you know, like, it's all, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Hasta la, even la, la suegra, you know, la suegra, dude, she, la suegra is a big one. That now I see where the she where she gets it from. <laughs> I know where she gets it from, you know. You know, but the suegra, you know, nice lady, you know, good gente, dude, and uh, oh, she's funny too, man. You know, she she even calls me her adopted son. I remember uh, a couple months ago, I you know I uh, I uh, contacted her, and uh, you know I apologized for disrupting her in work, and she's like, oh no, you can disrupt me anytime you want, anything for my adopted son. I'm like, oh, that's freedom right there. Okay. I mean, made me feel kind of special right there. <laughs> no, I don't know. She's cool hinted though, man. Um, 
yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm just thankful for having that, those experiences. Now I'm learning, I learned a lot from that. I'm learning a lot about myself, you know, and, uh, I'm just trying to get get better. That's it. That's all I can do is just get better. You know? Just make room for improvement. You know, hopefully uh everything will you know, will get better from there on. You know, I wanna keep a m like I said, I wanna keep a positive mindset. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my head up. You know, I'm gonna stay woke. You know, I'm still gonna be still woke. still gonna be baby Jesus, no matter what. So that's the way it is. That's how that's how I feel about it. Alright, we're gonna I'm gonna end the podcast right there. Uh thank you for tuning in. And as always, I uh, appreciate all the, all the support that you've uh, been showing us. All the fifteen followers. Hey, appreciate 15. it. Look at my number. Look at number right there. And uh you know, I wish everyone peace and love. And uh hey, if you wanna join our podcast, let us know, man. We'll, we'll be open to it. You know, I try to have my Peter join us. I'm not gonna give up on that. Yeah, your um, band. The- you, you know, uh, if you want to join our podcast, hit us up. We'll, we'll set up, a, you know, the mic for you. That way, you can say what you got to say, you, whatever you want to tell you, even if it's constructive Sorry, criticism or just bullshit, whatever. Is- you know what I mean? We're, we're open to it. Um, you learn if you want to start your own, or if you have, or if you plan on opening your own, like we'll give you, the, we'll tell you how to set it up and everything. And um, yeah, dude, so we'll tune in tomorrow, and, uh, and then we'll listen to your yeah, podcast. And, yeah, hey. Yeah, we will, who knows? We'll probably listen to it también. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, well, I hope everyone has a pleasant evening and uh, tune in tomorrow. Peace out.